Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Men say podcast, no Stephen this week, um, and we're filming in a different location, somewhere a little more glamorous than my house, <laughs> a little more glamorous. Uh, we're at the Stadium of Light in a, in a box, and we've been joined by uh, Tony Davison, MD of Sunderland Football Club. Hi, you okay? Not too bad, and, and Brett Baker, who's the club secretary. Hi. Hello, and we're here because we're here with Brett and Tony because uh, we thought it would be nice to to get the reaction to the, the FA Cup draw. But Craig Clark's already, already always here as well. Sorry. Always yeah, already well, so here I'm as sometimes well. Here, yeah. Sometimes here. Sometimes <laughs> here. In his um, sort of newfound look he's got going on, he's got a sheepskin. I don't think it's a very good from? radio. Where did you get that from, Craig? <laughs> it's been given to me by Somebody, a gentleman a with man, a camera. A gentleman yeah. with a camera. Well, you know... <laughs> That's uh, you know, I I get my clothes from you know from other places, your charity shops of this world. I never get often presented with items of clothing from people with cameras. So well done. Thanks. No problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we've got the, we're in the FA Cup first round for the first time in thirty years. Yes, this is quite quite exciting in some respects. It is, eh? yeah, I uh, think it is. Not in others, um, and we're going to talk about the match at the weekend. Yep. Um, we might as well get cracked on with that because. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover the draw live, record it live. Obviously, you'll know who we've got by now. Unless you're like in America or something, you'll, you'll miss that and then you decide to listen to this first. Source for news. Maybe we should put that on Twitter that we're going to put it out and then they can sort of, you know, spoiler alert and all that. But anyway, um, yeah, the match at the weekend, 2-0 victory. And it was probably uh, the first time this season where we've gone into a game um, and... and it's been horrible, and we've come out, <laughs> come out and won the game two 0 We haven't conceded. We haven't got fully drawn into the nastiness that we've seen. Um, you know that must be a great mental boost. I think it, it's not our customary down to ten men to try and try and give the other, the other team a chance, which was a, which was a, a bit of a bonus. But I think I think everyone's going to be chuffed with a clean sheet, especially you know it, it, it wasn't very pretty. It's fairly ugly, but to come away with uh, a two-nil win with, as I say, a clean sheet, it's um, it can't help but think it might be the, the start of something. Mm. You know, it's, it felt like one of those games where you know where we've had various promotion seasons in years gone by, where you, you remember the 
you know, the Phillips goal at Barnsley or whatever, but along the way you'll have, you, you don't quite remember the one nils, but they're just as important. That's it, and <coughs> that was the kind that was of what I was saying yeah, straight was, after the yeah, game was. Yeah. Um, I was just texting me saying I can see us going on a like an eight nine game, eight winning nine. <laughs> winning right. streak. I would yeah. take that. Well, <laughs> no, it, it's got that feel about it. Like I'm, um, I don't think it's an exaggeration. Winning that game at Bradford with ten men was huge, but I think even more so just finally keeping that clean sheet. And McLaughlin's deserved it, really, hasn't he? He's been he's been a star performer, I think, in the last few weeks. He's been unfortunate to concede. He's been left a bit exposed sometimes. But he didn't even have to do that much, which was also quite pleasing. Just routine claims. I think so. having the two centre-halves playing together on a more regular yeah. basis as well. I mean, I think, you know, it's unfortunate for Leuven's being out injured, but at mm. the same time, it's given um, given the, the Baldwin and Flanagan the chance to get a bit of a partnership, you know? Um, that's, that's the, that, yeah, I mean, you could look at the at the back in that situation as well. Um, and, you, you know, you could apply that forward areas on, on Saturday when... You look at the bench, and it might not be as strong as it was maybe two or three weeks ago. But you've got Gooch back on there, Honeyman back on there, and if I was a defender, you know, you've got McGeady. You know, you've just got rid of McGeady after sixty minutes, and then Gooch comes <laughs> on. You're probably thinking, oh, you know. And, and so it was actually. And that's I exactly mean, what happened. He was an absolute game changer, and uh, I mean, he's a must start probably tomorrow night. Now I think he, you know, he, he's just. He's a nightmare for defenders. It's no surprise that he's scored and created as many goals as he has because he's he's just a nightmare to play against. He's, he's tricky. He can go either way. I mean, he set both goals up, but you can't ask for any more than that, can you, really? No, I think the the variety of player that we're, we're playing with at the moment I think is exciting for, for Sunderland fans, you'd hope. It is for, for myself after seeing a few seasons of a little bit of caution. Um, we're bringing on exciting players. Um, and then when you look at players to come in, such as maybe Watmore, um, it's, it's, it's fantastic to think that at some stage he'll be introduced and how that will cause problems for teams rather than us thinking about what teams are going to cause us problems. Same with uh, Charlie White, obviously. He's unfortunately been out injured. I know a few people have tweeted us <clears throat> in the build-up of this podcast about is his absence... Um, making us a better football inside and personally think that's a little harsh he only really made kind of two and a half appearances before he got injured okay one of them was a defeat but I don't think you can really pin that on him that's exa- I mean that's exactly right he was still trying to find his feet he, he never had a proper pre-season he was just you know if we're going to if we are going to um, sort of get promoted this season we need both of them you know we need, right. and, and then some um, um, you know we need three or four forwards who can play and score goals you know, we can't just hope that White comes back or we can't just hope that Madge is going to score every week. You know, so I think White coming back and if we can't ease him back in instead of having to throw him back in in a team that's winning matches, um, hopefully we'll be well set for the second half of the season. I mean, you got Sinclair in there as well. Who, exactly. He's only scored once, but I don't think in downplay, especially in the Bradford game, in the game at the weekend, the work rate that and, and the, the kind of... The kind of player that that he is compared to Madge. I think Madge maybe carrying a bit of a knot. I think Jack Ross alluded to that today, um, and he was off colour on on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's an argument, although it might sound a bit silly to to say maybe you could rest him on Tuesday and, and just have you know bring Honeyman back in, you know, and have him off Sinclair, and you know he offers you something different. He might create opportunities and goals for other people if he's not a natural scorer himself. Um, I don't know 
what if anybody's got things I'm no, a bit yeah. crazy I'm for suggesting there that you should I, drop somebody who scored nine and thirteen. It's not dropping though, is it? It's, no. it's a rest, and I think he probably needs one, and he's probably earned it. Yeah. Um, the only thing being, it it would be if it was South, South End tomorrow rather than Doncaster, he'd be more inclined to do so. Doncaster are scoring a lot of goals; they're up there with us. You kind of want your best players out there, and Madger is unquestionably in our best eleven. I would say, regardless of who is and isn't fit, he's just supremely talented young player so you, you almost wish he would be available tomorrow but I think Honeyman's really you know come back in at Bradford and again uh, on Saturday and shown he's got more than more than enough to, to, to offer this season I think he's, he's been harshly criticised in a number of quarters I he's, got he's got bad good energy he, yeah. just, he, just, he, he gives us just that little spark whenever he's on the pitch and I mean Gooch is the same mm-hmm. you know they, 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 um, just Deliver a bit of um, a bit of zip, um, and and you know not like the, not as if the other players don't, but just having them on there, just bags of energy is what sometimes what you need when you go into places like Shrewsbury trying to get a result. No, definitely. I mean, obviously, he sells Tony Brett around the club um, all day, every day essentially, um, and you know there's been you've been here what since 2014 was it Brett yeah. you said before? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So you'll have seen a lot of change. <laughs> and, you know, hopefully this is a good change that we've had recently. Um, but there's been a lot of emphasis on the togetherness. And, you know, George Hunning stood up at a, an event that you held about togetherness at the club. You know, what people are talking about, you know, all that matters, all that matters what happens on the pitch, all that counts it is what happens on the pitch. But how important is it to have somebody like George Honeyman who's and, and the rest of the players, but having your captain somebody who's willing to, to stand up and, and try and pull everybody together within the club, not just the playing squad. Yeah, I think um I think it's that familiarity with with, with where we are. Um and I think George helps with that. Um he's 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 down to earth, uh, but he knows how hard it's been for him to get to uh, where he is at the moment and so there's that appreciation and I think there's an appreciation from all the players who are here both those that have been here for a number of seasons and those that uh, have came in just this season um, you can tell I think I would I would hope you can from the performances that that they that they want to be here that they want to be part of um, a successful season for Sunderland and um, I think they can see with um, playing at the stadium and, and playing away uh, what what comes of that? Um, there is a togetherness, and uh, you'll see the fist pumping at the end of matches, um, and 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 uh, that being reflected with the uh, the chorus that they get back from the fans. And uh, even if um, it's a defeat like at like at Burton, um, there's still that togetherness. Uh, if we are going to get beat, we'll get beat in in what could be argued the right way. Well, if you don't have the togetherness, you don't get the results. I think you know it's one thing that well, you've got the togetherness because of the, because of the results. It's the um, it's the other way around. The togetherness breeds the results uh, because you, you know the the, the, the players um, want to help each other out. You know they do. They, there is a genuine uh, belief that they're the the they're, they're part of something together. Um, and if we can, you know, keep keep that going out on the pitch every week, we get the right results, which breeds more togetherness. It's common sense, really. But and what what's the atmosphere being like, Brett? Obviously, again going back to the fact that you were here since 2014, and you've seen. As as bad as it's been in recent times, and now we're winning. Is that is it a real difference around the place? Yeah, I, I mean, there's always the mundane side of work, um, and, and and you and you and you get on <laughs> and you get on with that from the day to day. Um, but but yeah, there is a there is a togetherness, and 
uh, I think as Tony Tony said, um, you need that from both the players and and the staff. So uh, it, it's 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 a positive it's a positive atmosphere. Um, wins help yeah. because it it, it, it kind of gives a uh, it kind of gives a, a fulfilment to to what you're trying to do. And and yeah, it is demoralising when uh, you you may go through a season and you're not winning games, but uh, there's still that focus and there's that hope. And and, and you know, as fans, there's always there's always the next game and, 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 and at the moment it's one whereby both players, staff and, and everybody involved are, are looking forward to the next game and and the days kind of fly by because you're wanting to get through, get your work done, get into the next day and then there's another match and, with, mm-hmm. and being in uh, in League One, the, the, there is always another match because um, of, the, of the number of games we're involved in and, 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 and the great thing is that we're winning those games. I'm actually uh, looking forward to the games. You know. Well, yeah, totally agree, totally agree. And and, and when you're winning games, um, the the weeks fly by, and and then you start looking at as to oh well, we're playing Doncaster tomorrow, right? Uh, if we win that, and then oh, yeah, and then definitely. you yeah, and then well, you look at the game in hand now as well, aren't you? Going yeah. well, if you know the game in hand, give, if we'd won that, would be second. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you don't want to miss a game as well. I mean, last season, um, had missed a number of games with holidays and things, and. Just you just didn't care. Like it got to that point where the club had been really pulled away from fans to the point where missing a game was actually you kind of wanted to almost because you just knew what was coming. You don't want to miss a game now. You want to be involved in it because it's not it is winning, but it's you feel part of the club. I mean, I think that togetherness was really exemplified again on Saturday when Luke O'Nine scored. You could see that it meant a lot to him, but it meant a lot of the other lads that he scored. And that's just yeah. like a really good thing to see. I mean, I've I've kind of criticised O'Nine a couple of times, but like, it's great to see for him. He's absolutely delighted to be here. And like, what more would you want as a supporter than that? Yeah, you, know, you, you go back. To, you know, I think the the real low point last season that always sticks in my mind was the the Brentford game. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if it was because it was was it, was it January. I think the game was January. I think it was so. after the Something well, like that, it was after the Bristol City game. We've drawn three all the Bristol City after being three mm-hmm. 0 down. We have a home game against Brentford, who are a good team. Mm-hmm. But you think, you know, on the back of that, we want to stay up, bit of momentum, and I can't remember such a drop off in. I mean, the attendance said what twenty three thousand or whatever, but it felt like it was about fourteen. It was freezing cold. We got absolutely embarrassed in that the, first half uh, no we didn't it was it was a Brentford I know game. Brentford absolutely and then we, the no we got embarrassed we were like two I think we were two down at half time we were two down and really and, and, and I remember Ashley Fletcher got absolutely like he got came off in the second half got booed <laughs> and it was it just felt like you know something has to change in the football club mm-hmm. and that wasn't that long ago no, you know, it, was it feels months, like a lifetime ago. You know, Thank, it, thankfully, it feels like it was a lifetime ten months ago. ago. You know, yeah. everything has changed really, yeah. apart from Brett, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's funny. Brett and, Brett and I actually had a conversation today about what might happen in pre-season next year. And you know, when, when have you been able to have a com- conversation with any sort of confidence with a manager about next season's pre-season? Yeah, well, I think uh, for me, as, as, as in, my, in my position, I, I do do a lot of uh, looking forward. Um, yeah. Not just to next week, uh, but months and and even into the following seasons. And because it, you you can't just at the drop of a hat decide right, well we're going to do this in another country next year. And um, there's got to be planning. There's got to be buy-in from the manager. And 
and and, and yeah, um, who knows what will happen this season? But um, it's with a it's with a you know a positive outlook that um, mm. right. Well, um, we know that when the season will start for everyone in the EFL, but. Um, we're kind of thinking it could be in a in a different division, and and, and that's a positive, I think. This is why Cup draws freak Brett out, you see, because he can't plan. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. He's waiting with us with bated breath for the draw. <laughs> so what? I mean, we'll obviously come out of the Cup draw later, but I'll ask you since you've mentioned it, what what do you do? So the draw happens. Do you have to contact the club we're drawn against and, and arrange things, basically? Yeah. So. In previous times, because of where we've been, we've always entered at, uh, at round three. So, invariably, we'll we'll have a relationship of some of some capacity with the the opposition club. We should have played them, unless it's a if it is a non-league club. But um, with this one, um, <laughs> it, it, it could it, it could be anyone. So, how's so, your relationship with the Metropolitan? <laughs> <laughs> on a professional front, uh, it's um, it, it's it's fine, I think. But um, but no, it's. Um, uh, it's, it's one whereby you you make initial contact, uh, depending on whether we're home or away. If, if we're home, then then we kind of control a lot of the uh, arrangements, and, and, and I wouldn't say we dictate them, but um, we can kind of guide the opposition club. Uh, if we're away, uh, it, it's more one of right. Well, we need to, to hear from from them as to what their expectations are for um, uh, uh, ticket prices, for uh, what's the allocation going to be, etc., mm. uh, etc. Et and, and for us, with the short turnaround, with it being drawn on the twenty second and then being played on the maybe the ninth or the tenth of November, um, it's kind of what the the first team logistics are going to be, and, and what we're going to do, and how that will fit in with our um, schedule, because obviously we've got Plymouth. Um, on the week mm. before, and we've got Morecambe um, short, shortly afterwards. So, all these ambiguities kind of uh, come across my desk and my colleague Leanne's, and um, we'll look at uh, how how that will sit with what the, the manager and the coaching staff want to do, and what's best for the the first team to maybe get the result that uh, that we want, which is the win. The check check a trade will be a, a new one for you as well this season in terms of you know how that all works, I guess as well. Yeah, under, under 23 yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah of course yeah if I try yeah. and forget that yeah yeah, the, it's weird now it's like an actual kind of you know I've, been, I've enjoyed going to those games yeah. it's, it's good fun you wouldn't really bother when it was the under 23s or 21s whatever but it's actually you know it's a chance to get a Wembley isn't it I mean it's got money in it as well yeah. you know, oh, really? if, if you you win a check a trade game, was it twenty thousand pound in really? victory bonus and ten? What do, you, do you get? Do you get that if you win on the pens? Or do you, ten. Ten. You get ten for winning on penalties. Right, okay. That's like quite an incentive, really, when you think about the level of most of the clubs that, yeah. that, that we're playing against. I mean, I guess that's why a lot of them probably were very upset that the under twenty threes were didn't reduce the competition. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it's not. <laughs> You know what? What benefit is is that to a Premier League club or a Championship club in some respects compared to a team in League Two, for example? Um, I think it, I mean being talked about that before. I think it was completely wrong to have the under twenty threes in that competition, or not ours, but everybody's. I don't think. I don't. Are they getting rid of them next season? The twenty threes? Do you know? Uh, what in the competition, in the competition? Oh, I'm, I'm not too not sure. sure I think I think with the the checker trade is one whereby uh, um, I think the EFL are continually reviewing it yeah. how mm. to how to how to make it sit right with them. You know, member clubs, uh, because obviously a lot of the clubs that are involved are um, are under tw- under twenty three teams under the guise of under twenty one uh, at uh, at Premier League clubs. Well, we'll uh, 
might as well have a few generic questions that a few people have sent in because we're coming up there sort of critical. You might want to grab your phone, actually, Brett, because we can't get the uh, BBC <laughs> Two on the telly. Yeah. Brett's going to get his <laughs> eye player on the go. Um, the anticipation. <laughs> Michael Loff, one for you, Tony, um, says... Uh, do the club feel like opening one stand for early round cup man- mm. matches has been a success? And is there any way atmosphere can be improved for such games, e.g. getting chanters together? I think it's a, um, it's down your own personal viewpoint. Mm. From a logistical point of view, yeah, it has. It's, 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 it's kind of far easy to manage, far easy to stock. And, you know, we, we, we ran out of pies in one of our... In one of our um, the, the pie shop in the in the sort of the yeah. in the in the first game because we you know we didn't have a, a, a clue how many people were going to come. By the time the second game came around, we were really pushing people to buy early for the for the checker trade, and then it, then it passes without any sort of incident. You know, it's kind of a from, but that's not only what it's mm. about. You know, it's the, the it's there's an element of it's got to be whatever's right for the fans is the yeah. right thing to do. I think um, it, I'd like to see the bottom tiers in the just the bottom tiers in the south and the. The north, maybe, <clears throat> or even just one of them, and then the east, and then don't bother with the corners or something like that. Personally, because I think the south stand season ticket holders would probably go in the south stand in the uh, in in the in the south stand lower, even if they didn't have a ticket there. But that's my they might do. I don't know if they would, but it might just generate a little bit more atmosphere. Because I, I totally understand from a logistical mm. perspective that it's stupid to open the whole ground. You got everyone, and you've well, got to cater for the entire ground. You have got to probably pay X amount of money. It's cost for, a ridiculous exactly. amount of money it's to open. It's exit yeah. gates and all that kind of thing. It's just a yeah. And, and I mean, you know, we we try to be realistic about how we manage all those costs, etc. But um, it's quite difficult to judge how many people actually want to turn up. Um, it's, I suppose it's open to debate whether it's been a success or not. For, for us, logistically, yeah, yeah absolutely. No, definitely from a logistical perspective, I think it, you know, it, it's, I, there's not been any yeah. issues in my, in, well, I've experienced. Anyway, I think it was just the, the Sheffield Wednesday game was the queuing. Initially, mm-hmm. was a bit unmanageable, yeah. but it was dealt with. And then, like you say, for the other the uh, checker trade games, it's been spot on. And I don't really know what else you could do. I, I take your points, Gareth, but I think it makes sense to open a side of the ground because they are the premium seats. Mm. So, like from a view perspective, I don't think you're going to get great atmosphere in early cup games. I just don't mm. think it's going to happen. It doesn't matter what you do. I think that's a supporter thing as much as anything, mm. and I, it, I, it's just my personal opinion. But you know, I, I think it's worked. There we go. Well, there you go. That's, that's me told. I don't think it's worked. Well, yeah. I'm just. Uh, um, we'll go on. League, we'll move on to League Catamall. Um, obviously, this is probably more of a question for the manager, but and obviously you're not going to answer this question fully, but you can give an opinion uh, <laughs> the best you can. How important is Lee Catamall to the team club, and do we risk not freeing up finances to spend on signings, keeping them in January? <coughs> oh, <laughs> what? <Is> this <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, just say nice things about Lee Catmull. That's that's how you win, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I think the, the, the thing, I don't think you can say anything but nice things about Lee Catmull at the minute. I think the um, you know the fact that uh, Brian Oviedo and Lee Catmull turned up was you know minimum <laughs> expectation, but yeah. then for him to put in the effort and be the pro that he has been, you know he deserves the respect of the fans, and I think he's, I think he's getting that, and um, hopefully you know if if he if he stays, then he'll continue to perform. If he doesn't, then. We'll all wish him good luck, you know. 
testimonial if he if he stays till next summer. Yeah. What's the date for the cat's yeah. testimonial? Cat's testimonial. Yeah. Is that the end of this season? When he's I don't know. I'd have to check. It, it definitely is. <laughs> yeah, we've oh, checked. I've we've checked. checked. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been we've fully, it. fully behind this from the word go. We've planned <laughs> it. So if you need that, then just come. to We've us. even thought about the opposition. Who you could invite? Bentner. Yeah. I mean, you've got to have Bentner there, haven't you? Really. Who, who, who would we play in your dream? Cat's testimonial. Who was it again? Barcelona. Oh, Barca, because you've got to get him ratting around Messi. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, you know. <laughs> Break his other arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know if we've got any space in the pre-season, have we? Um, well, uh, it's a bit, a bit expensive, but I'm sure I'm sure they'd do it for a, a cut-down price. They'd do it for him? Yeah, yeah. for free, I'm sure. You yeah. say Lionel, it's... He just texts ca- ca- text Messi. Catamore's testimonial to go... <laughs> I've always yes. wanted his shirt. Always wanted his shirt. Yeah, so they... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, oh, Absolutely. yeah. Obviously. Definitely. Absolutely. It's as close as you get to him, you know, yeah. after the game when he gives him his shirt. Yeah. What, no, they'll be... You'd be glued to him all day. <laughs> Obviously, the ceremonial red card will be for a two-footer <laughs> yeah. on Messi. Uh, about 60 minutes, I'm, I'm in. We've got it all that. planned, like, beforehand, oh, yeah. you know, like they have the opening ceremonies <laughs> and that. So we have, like, a, the ceremonial <laughs> kicking of the car. Um, wing wing mirrors with Bentner, with Bentner. So Nicholas <laughs> is going to come for that, and he's going to do one side, and, and Lee's going to do the other. And then, like, all the lights come down, and like all the dance music comes on. It's like it's like tall trees and yarn, but like a, a reimagination. Um, and then everyone's like, so you get like Stewie down and down for that yeah, one as well. He's, he's yeah, going to play yeah. in the game. He's going to play in the game. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. He says he's up for it. So <laughs> should be good. Phil Stamp, he's going to play as well. Wow. I don't know if he's got any relationship to him. I just like mentioning him. Yeah, I remember seeing him <laughs> play in the reserves once, and it was quite a sight. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, story. Yeah, uh, have we got how? Well, we should probably. Might be time for one more thing, maybe. I don't know. Have you got any good it, ones? Well, it's five by seven here, and with, with I haven't got any sound on the cup draw, I can't see on the screen, so Brett's in charge. It's, it's, um, it's not started yet. The waffling no. on. Hitchin Town, is it, where they, we'll talk about that, because it was well, go uh, on, go for it. Kevin Phillips's hunting ground, former hunting ground, so there's links there. Yep. We haven't talked about the teams who were in the draw. That should have been a thing we were talking about. So a couple of juicy ones that stood out for me. I don't know if either of you who have looked at one and gone, yeah, I wouldn't mind that, but... Uh, Gisley and Geisley for number 49 Warrington Town or Halifax number 50 uh, Chorley um, 51 Hartlepool 52 York 55 Gateshead 57 Salford City Reds 59 uh, 60 Solihull Motors 69 the one we want the Met Police <laughs> uh, and 78 I think are the lowest ranked team in the, comp- in the competition left I think it's Haringey Borough isn't it Solihull Moors now? Haven't they changed? Solihull Moors? I think they've changed it, the Moors, but I might be wrong. Yeah, like, yeah it's oh, Moors, well, yeah. yeah. So let's take well, them off go. the list. They're not interested anymore. Yeah. Get rid of them. It was all when they were named after it's a car dealership. It's all about them at police. Big away following it. Uh, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Scotland Yard. That's what I want. That would be like <laughs> Northumbria versus They just put like some of those quick goals up in Scotland Yard in the car park and that's where the play. It's a proper throwback to old championship manager games and Met Police. You used to always get them in a set of friendly up with the Met Police on Champ Man or 102. <laughs> oh yeah, you had to. It's yeah, just because yeah. they were on the game. Um, but yeah. yeah, What about you guys? I mean, what, what, um, what names it, jumping out? Like, as long as it's on telly. <laughs> I think that the... the um, in, in League One, the, you'll make more money from TV than you will from gate receipts. Mm. That's just um, if you win a televised game, it's what two and a half times, three times your sort of gate receipts probably. That's sort of a, um, you know that's what you hope. And you, 
it, I suppose you'd probably want someone you can definitely beat. I mean, yeah. Newcastle are not in it, but it's someone you can definitely beat. <laughs> <away from home. laughs> um, live on TV. Yeah, That's, don't yeah. say that because we'll end up playing them in the checker trade, the 23s. I'm absolutely oh, dreading no. that. Why? Anyway, don't, don't, let's not talk about that now. We're talking about the FA Cup. Fan, right, fancy okay. Gateshead? I don't know. Gateshead? I mean, York uh, might be a nice one. I mean, we haven't played York in a while. Harder yeah. build at home, probably. I mean, I mean well, for, 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 for me, I always think of the boring stuff and it's kind of um, how, how, how the arrangement is. Um, from, from, so, so a, a local. Uh, a local team or a team that we're not travelling too far. Yes, um, so like, like you say, Gates said, um, I'm sure um, the uh, Northumbria Police might have a sharp, imp- sharp intake of breath. But um, for, uh, also for me, from a personal uh, point of view, uh, I know you you mentioned Sully Moors, but <laughs> I, I used to uh, I used to work at Birmingham City, so oh, I, I know okay. that area well, mm. and 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 so I wouldn't be too averse to to Sully Moors um, away. There we go. So e- Solly Hill are back in. <coughs> Eastley went out. It's a bit, yeah, a bit Eastley went out. That would have but been. But Oxford City is still in it, so there's still a chance and of some sort of Donald E Derby. <laughs> well, Oxford United <laughs> are still in it, of course. But oh yeah, no, but just, you know, we've, we've played them. Yeah, boring now. Didn't enjoy that game. No, no, ruined. No, no. <laughs> no, I definitely think the uh, you know it's, it's it's so it's like the whole thing. It's. The whole situation recently has been sobering but exciting. I think I um, like it. It's novelty, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think uh, Wrexham might be good for, for financially. Cause Wrexham are weird, more or less guaranteed to be on TV. They've got a big ground, so there's mm. loads of tickets. Awful to get um, It is a pain to get there. But people Sutton, will good travel chance to win. for that. Sutton though, away yeah. is one you don't want because of the plastic pitch. No, you right. don't want to be getting involved with plastic yeah. and that gold pie-eating goalkeeper. Remember oh, that whole yes. thing from last year? That it was an absolute scandal. joke, wasn't it? That whole yeah. thing. So that's the the other side of it. Isn't yeah, Torquay is are in it, of course. Where's, where's the furthest trip Dover in it? Aren't they? Gary Hours was, the was there. He yeah. got sacked. I wrote Torquay down, then didn't bother with him because I forgot he got sacked. I think they've won about eight in a row since he got sacked. But that would have been a, a reunion <laughs> for Gary Hours and Sunderland. I suppose um, it's another like coastal town, isn't it? Like <laughs> go to the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have, a, have a lovely old time. Isn't there Helen Taunton. Chamberlain? A, Torquay fan, she was yeah, there. Yeah. I saw her at the nineteen ninety eight playoff final. Oh right, she she was supporting yeah. Sunderland as a second team for that bit. I think and I saw her in there with that fellow, oh, well, with a fellow who used to live at Torquay, who used to get it, used to always on the show. Can't what you call him, oh. big lad with bleach blonde hair. But yeah, <coughs> excuse me, I'm, I've got a Di- and also digressing into <coughs> weird nineties, yes. early noughties telly references. I think Taunton Town could be the longest <coughs> trip. What do you think, Taunton or Dover? Dover must be a yeah, yeah. I think I think the worst case would be um, uh, Plymouth to oh, to, God. Uh, to, yeah. to, um, to go away to Plymouth, come back and then go back down again. I think that yeah. would be a visit to Morecambe in between. Yeah, yeah. My, my worst scenario. And that's not really. even interesting either, is it? There's no. very little chance of it being on TV. I'd, uh, well, if you um, play against someone in the same division, away. Yeah, it's boring, isn't yeah. it? It's like it's like when you used to get in the Premier League when like we'd get like last year we got Burnley or whatever, and it was like oh great. I remember we played Arsenal away in the cup, and I think I went. It was the first time I've been to the Emirates, and I went to that and the league game, and within like three weeks of each other or something, we lost both of them, obviously. But it was just <laughs> like the novelty had worn off. But you thought, ah, well, you know, it's something to do, isn't it? <laughs> I can't even remember. We beat Arsenal, and well, we had, you know we had a good cup, good cup run there under Poyet, didn't we? And we had obviously the one under O'Neill. Yep. Um, so we've had some d- decent sort of FA Cup runs in recent times. I mean, <coughs> it, it looks as though there's going to be some sort of starting soon. So 
Oh, is it? Are we, are we we'll leave it there. there. We'll have a very brief break, and when we come back, we'll be bringing you the not live uh, <laughs> FA Cup first round draw. <laughs> so okay, so- Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, oh, we're back. Oh, you got right. in there, Tony. We're back. <laughs> um, the Met Police, we've established it's absolutely the Met Police <laughs> away. I mean, I don't even know where they play. But what we're going to do for the draw, we're nearly there, I think. So <clears throat> we'll have Brett, you can read the home teams <laughs> out as they come out. Tony, you can read the away teams. Um, and that's it. That We're still waiting. Mark Dennis, Chapman, Dennis Wise on I preferred, I preferred it when it was Graham Kelly doing, uh, doing the draw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like seeing Dennis Wise, though. It makes us think of... Happy days in Newcastle. Was that lad, the, the <laughs> sign that Uruguayan fella who bought five million quid and never kicked the ball? Was it um, Zisco as well? Zisco and uh, yeah, somebody, somebody. Yeah, well, yeah. saw Keegan off, didn't they? So. They did. They did. Uh, Newcastle fans will have you believe that they lost Keegan as if he was doing well. I mean, but what managerial job has he had since? I don't know. He's don't the De of Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They've got Dion Dublin talking now. How long can they drag this out for? I, know. I mean, this is. Didn't the show start at seven? I know. Yeah. We're trying to do this as live. They've been going for 13 minutes. They're offering nothing. <laughs> it's very disappointing. We could have been watching oh, yeah, the Chappers is on screen now. He's got a nice suit on. Oh, they're just. They're I don't think they're going to show the teams. Key ball key, numbers. Oh, are we a key ball number? We should be. be. Yeah, we are. Yeah, Good. Yeah. That's fine. Good. Been what about linking away them? Managerial yeah. banter they've got. Before. Have you? I've yeah, been to the yeah. city before. I've been to the, been to the match. The was nil nil. And, oh. and then, <laughs> well, they'd actually been doing really well, and then uh, they drew nil nil, and they never lost, never won another game all season, <laughs> and then got relegated. <laughs> it's the bark of Yeah, so that was good. We drew nil nil at Arsenal that day. It was in the middle of our terrible run, where we took four points in thirty under Steve Bruce. Um, one of the terrible runs. Oh, there is a bags. The bags are out. The velvety bag. There's a lot of balls in that bag, mind. Dion Dublin is, is caressing <laughs> his sack. Um, and it's there are the balls. Filled. There are the balls. Yeah. Um, a lot of thing. I better tell you what, this is riveting if you listen to this on the bus, <laughs> in the car. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's probably the yeah. best content we've ever it produced. probably is, yeah. yeah. Shall I do a Graham? <laughs> do it. Do I, I, I can already say that concludes the draw. I don't know what he used to say at the start. <laughs> Just this commences the draw. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, do I'll do that. Here we go. Here we go. Home team. Here we go. So first one out is Haringey Borough. Oh, the lowest. I think the lowest ranked team in the competition. Playing AFC Wimbledon. 
Ooh, is it a bit of a derby? derby? Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Play on Tottenham. Don't play on Tottenham, don't they? Ooh, seventy-seven. That's Maidstone United. Twenty-five. Macclesfield Town. What number are we? <laughs> 43. 43. 43. 76 will be one of the... Uh, Ebbs Fleet. That's United. Uh, Tony jumping the gun there. Knows it. <laughs> Spectacular. Cheltenham Town. It's these high numbers you want. You, re- you see the that's numbers, uh, Craig. Ham- right. Hampton and Richmond Borough. And I missed that number. 74. <laughs> Oldham Old. Athletic. You got 44. Ooh. It's getting close. <laughs> Swindon Town? Yeah, Town fancy is. that. <coughs> no. 55, is that? 55. Oh, we've York. lost York. We've uh, lost York. We've fancy lost York, like. The Minster Men. Yeah, that'd have been quite a nice tie. It would. 26. Is it? That's Mansfield Town. That'd be a rubbish. That's at 11, is it? 11. Charlton mm. Athletic. Good to avoid those. Mm. Lots of boring Four ones. And one. <laughs> What's that? 72, is it? Yeah. That's Torquay United. Oh, North Ham, yeah. Here we go. 62. Oh, I thought they'd Walking. be gutted. Walking, eh? Mm. So, chance to go the second round, though, if you want them. Gone. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's good for them. What's this one? 39. <clears throat> That's Scunthorpe United. Ugh. Seven. Burn Albion. Another rubbish one. <laughs> Been that. That's not on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read that. 36, I think. Yeah, that's Port Vale. Ugh. 43 oh, that's, nice. is that it? oh, that's us it is right, well, we don't need to do any more of that <laughs> there you go. We're, we're playing Robbie Williams away what the chance of that being on yeah. TV we're not bothered about the rest now uh, well they could possibly I mean, it's, in, it's entirely up to um, uh, the selectors really and, and, and sometimes they are weird <clears> and wonderful so I wouldn't say it's, uh, it's a no no but um, it's see, draw, see what else we? comes out yeah, we, we, yeah, we are a job, but see what else comes out, and and it will be a couple of days of waiting to see what the uh, the feedback is. They'll either say you're being considered or or you're not being considered. Mm. Really, <laughs> maybe you didn't get Robbie on do a turn. I'm just thinking about Robbie Williams really at this point. He seems to be the only mate. He is a Port Vale fan. Isn't he, he is a Port Vale. So that's fan. it. That's the only thing I know about them. The only thing about Port Vale as a team, we just always used to play until about 1998, and then like we never played them. Yeah, yeah they just disappeared. Yeah. When, when I was the cat, I remember pulling off a fantastic one-handed save at Vale Park <laughs> um, in a pre-match penalty shootout with some mascots. Amazing. Was that the th- was that when we drew? No, we got we got beat three-one in a game down there under Peter Reid. I remember. It used to be one of them ones. I think we did <clears> lose quite a lot. It feels like it was that kind of ground you go to and you're like, oh, nah, it's, it's got like one-nil loss written all over it. One of the kind of stalkish areas, yeah. Well, which is it's, a, it's right next to it. They hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Potteries. Yeah, that is Burzum. the derby, isn't it? That's the derby. Mm. Yeah, so a bit disappointing, underwhelming. I think for away fans, as an away, fan, it's not bad. We've not, like you say, we've not played them since about 1998, and there must be terraces, is it? It'll be a new no, ground no, for a lot of not. people. It will for a lot of fans. There'll be a lot of fans that haven't been. It's um, a new a new stadium. Oh, is it? Like an old new stadium. Ah, okay. It's all seater. I didn't know that. I thought they were still Um, at like Vale Park. Where are they in the league? Oh, right. (laughs) Have a look. (laughs) Well, they're in the they're in the they're in the fourth division or whatever you want to call it. League two, yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. I don't know if they're doing well or not. Like, not well. They've got a striker who scores loads of goals called Pope. I know that because I think he's been there for for Yonks. Sixteenth. 
in in League Two. Um, oh well, should be a, should be getting through <clears> that, shouldn't we? I mean, that's not that's not being arrogant. We like should be beaten. Is Robbie looking after Molly? Mm. What's her name on Next Factor? I don't know. <laughs> trying, I'm looking desperately for something <laughs> that will get us on telly. An angle here, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, quickly texting. They lost um, <laughs> the X Factor derby. <laughs> yeah. They lost at home to Lincoln recently, six-two. Looking at this. Oh yeah, um, that was them. The keeper looked awful. I think it was the keeper. They used to. I don't know if they still do. Have the biggest pitch in the country. Biggest playing surface, biggest dimensions. Did you just know that? Yeah, I do know that. Haven't they also got an absolutely huge highest ever home attendance? Like Have they really? Yeah, sort of 70,000 or something wow. like that. I don't think we'll be getting 70,000. No, I don't think you can pack them one. in now. But, 71. Uh, yeah. You know, got to break the record. So there's your campaign, you know, go and speak to Martin. <laughs> Let's break the record, 72,000. The other hole's 15, doesn't matter. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. The Met Police are busy that day. Oh yeah, I wonder who they got. We should have kept <laughs> oh, the draw code. Well, yeah, switch yeah, my phone yeah, off yeah, to protect yeah, the charge. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, replay I'm not interested. <laughs> I bet they get Solly Hill movers. I bet they do. Yeah, yeah. Solly Mortars, Stroke movers. Yeah. Which which year? Which side your bread's buttered? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed to be honest. I was I was all geared up for like for the being on telly, like some stinking ground. And everybody just wanting us to lose. <laughs> That's what happens, isn't it? Like when when, when like a larger team like plays a team like that away from home, everyone just wants shit get beat. Oh, Even the commentators are like absolutely devastated when the inevitable happens yeah. and the better team wins a game. But then um, we can be an underdog in round three if we get that far. Well, games. we just well what we can do is we can support <laughs> the underdogs on in the first round. Hope we get through, and then hopefully draw them in the second round, mm-hmm. and then get Wigan away. Or something like that, and that would make us underdogs. Ironically, yeah, it'd be a, it'd be, that would be a good time. But it would be right? good, wouldn't it? We get about seven thousand tickets. Or something. more. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? Probably take the whole. Stadium. And we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. Plan the route to the final. You know, yeah. we didn't even predict who we we're going to get right in the. In it's an the unprecedented round, so. quadruple on the Hartlepool. no. Hartlepool are off to Gillingham. Oh, a bit, bit of a dull one for them as well, yeah. really, isn't it? Mm. Tramway versus Hemel Hempstead or, or Oxford City. Or Oxford City yeah. Yeah. Um, we should pro- very quickly, briefly, mm-hmm. before we finish, uh, tomorrow, obviously, we've got a game. Lots going on tonight. The uh, police have got Newport, by the way. Have they? Oh. Newport doing very well in... Uh, Salford going to Shrewsbury. In, oh, Ooh, that'll be interesting. That might yeah, be on telly. That'll like. be on the box, I bet. Yeah. Um, You're right about Salford being on the box. Though, that'll be definitely. On. That's definitely on telly. Yeah, yeah. The, the Neville's will have a word, don't they? Yeah. And Butt and the other one. Who is it? Who's involved there? Scores as well, Scores, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's definitely on telly. That. That's. I mean, it's it's right. weird that isn't it because you, you're kind of going off a slight tangent, but talking about getting your club back and all this kind of stuff and all this the commercial side of football now, which kind of takes over a little bit, and people look at that negatively, and then you see sort of teams in the non-league who do that, but then because they're winning lots of games and they're a small team. This scene is like it's this Cinderella story that they're like having this fantastic like run and they're going to get into the football league, but the it's it's not false. That's the wrong word, but it's you know they changed the colour of the strip, didn't they, and stuff like that. No, I didn't know they'd done that. Thing, and it, like awful. if somebody, I know if somebody did that, like look what happened when they did it with Cardiff and things. And but from the outside, people look at this Cinderella story. This team like rolling through the leagues and getting into the football league potentially. Um, I just think it's quite an interesting sort of how people from the outside look at that, but then kind of obviously want kind of wish for the, the opposite in in professional football or league football. I think 
I don't know because they obviously they bought Adam Rooney, didn't well, they? For a, they bought Adam yeah, Rooney from massive wages, yeah, and like huge wages. But like, I suppose because I'm from South Shields and they're doing something similar, and it is good for the town. Slightly I mean, different there though, because they want to put something in place, don't they? Where they and can the hire out the ground and all that kind of thing. And they were a league club in yeah. in the thirties and that, and we're not going the history of South Shields, but like, the, I suppose they've got a history. Whereas Salford's a bit more, I don't know. It does feel a bit fake. But I think you've got like Bournemouth in the Premier League. People see that as a fairy story and they spent absolutely loads yeah. of money getting there. It's, but it's what you've got to do, isn't it? Mm. Just let us in the, in the Premier League instead. Well, it would be, I mean, what I would do. to be honest, you watch the head of Premier the FA, League now. I was Graham Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I still, you haven't yeah, done the voice yeah, yet. No, <laughs> that concludes the draw. That's what it used to sound like, that was it, wasn't it? But anyway, <laughs> let us in the anyway. Premier League. Skip, skip, skip championships. Well, another way you said that's what you need to do: spend loads of money. But well, you don't need it. Maybe that's for Tony. To. I think you should only spend what you earn, and hopefully that's loads. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, it's sort of, um, and and I think it's um, you don't. I don't really want Stuart Donald to have to come to football and not enjoy it. When he comes, I want him to not worry about the business side of the club because we're doing a, such a great job off the pitch. And, you know, we're engaging the fans, we're getting the fans to come back. You know, if we end up with 40,000 at the Boxing Day game and we nearly sold out of all the boxes already, you know, it's that game could be 40,000 in League in League One. It'd be amazing, that. So you don't want the fans to have to worry about the business no. side of the game. Like when we were in the Premier League and everyone was talking about, this says, oh, well, you know, you've got to, got to stay in the Premier League. It's absolutely all important. Wasn't that much fun? No. It's meant no, to be fun. You had 10 years of no fun just to try and stay in the Premier League. You'd much rather have, like... Well, fun and just go as a fan and enjoy yourself. Well, that's that's what, meant to be the point. That is the, the strangest totally. thing, isn't it? It's the, you know, you're trying to climb the pyramid. Everyone's trying to climb the pyramid to get as high as it possibly can be. But then when you get there or you slightly overachieve, you know, then it's like, well, we need more. You know, say something, finish 10th. It's like, well, we need to finish 8th mm. next season. You know, it, it's... 10th. You know, yeah, it, 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 but that's... That's just no, the no, nature of football. The, yeah. That's just the nature, and that that is what that's what. If we go up, people won't want to say, "Well, can you relegate us back to League One, please?" Because we enjoy it. They'll be like, "Right, well, let's try and get out of the Championship in the Premier League." Charlie obviously spoke a lot about this, the Dortmund model and, and that kind of idea. I guess what you're talking about is spending what you what you earn, but bringing in the the right people, the right characters, people with the right attitude um, to you know make us successful. And with, you know, you look at teams like Burnley, and I always say there's no way that Stephen Ward should be playing left back in the Premier League <laughs> at this stage of his career, but he does in the finish seventh. Hey, and there's no, in Europe and also, you know, there's no, there's no, you know, reason why Bournemouth should really have done as well as they have. You know, in centre midfield they've got what do you call the lad who did nothing at Newcastle and went there after he got injured. I can't even might you remember what you call him? Lad they got from Everton scored on the. Scored that goal where uh, Goslin, it's Dan Goslin, Bournemouth. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Oh, Bournemouth I thought you were well, talking about yeah. Burnley. So you know you got Dan Goslin playing in centre midfield, Premier League. Somebody was on the periphery elsewhere. There's a reason why it works there. Yeah, and that's that's the key. It's not spending money. No, I it's, totally agree. Yeah. It's finding that solution, isn't it? I think you. I mean, that's it. From from a purely commercial point of view, we want to earn some money and give it to Jack to spend on footballers. You know, it's sort of a. It's it sounds like a. Um, <laughs> it isn't really isn't any more complicated than that, and I think if you if you if there's money flooding out of the club in the wrong directions, and 
and we're not bringing enough in and the fans are disenfranchised and they don't fancy going to games anymore and when you know they don't want to buy a beer or a pie what you hope you do you set the infrastructure in place so that when fans come they have a brilliant day they come early they leave late and they're spending the money on as a boxing day you won't ever want to come with a family because it's fun again I mean, you look at what Tottenham have done, obviously, you were there. Yeah. And the Tottenham in the new stadium, and they've got, <clears throat> you know, the local brewers are in there and, and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, you might not want to talk about that because we're in, probably in contracts with other caterers and stuff like that. But is there a long-term vision there where you can listen to supporters and go, you know, how can we bring that, you know, across the whole thing? You know, the drinks at the bars are, it's from, you know, the Maxim Brewery or Sonnen 43 or whatever and the pies are made locally and, and brought in and, you know, that whole thing, is that something that's possible? It's definitely possible. I mean, it's not something I want to commit to now no. because, as I said, we have got a long-term contract with the caterers and yeah. the, um, and breweries, etc. But at the same time, if, some of that is about collaboration as yeah. well. I mean, you know, Molson Coors are not against sort of, you know, not necessarily against having a craft beer event of some description they just you want to make sure that the smiths sell more doom bar than they do of anything else yeah um it's just we're, we're, it's probably not practical to do it quite yet but no. there's no reason why theoretically we couldn't buy double maxim through Molson cause yeah um so there are ways and means around it whether it's financially sensible to do it at the minute probably not no but there's no reason why i mean you know they're a good partner they want to work with us and if we insisted on it they probably would i mean it it's good to know there's that kind of wriggle yeah. many yeah. isn't it? I mean, it, it sounds like an insignificant thing to talk about, like a pie or a pint, but like you're saying, it's about the whole thing, isn't it? <clears throat> and if people come in and see things like that, they go, I think it does. People, people come in the ground earlier, don't they? They yeah. spend more money in yeah. the ground, that kind of thing. I think people so. do look at it more <clears throat> positively, you know, it's like psychologically to see, you know, think, you know, names you recognise and in that, that community feel across the board and obviously, you know, the in business thing that you've you've got up and running now, you know alongside that as well. It, you know, it's the whole it's the whole thing, isn't it? Bringing everybody together. I mean we've got um an in business event on yeah. Thursday Thursday ninety odd club companies coming to that. And you know, th- those are companies and on the most part we've barely had a conversation with for the last couple of years. Because in the Premier League you you, you look at a thousand quid from a from a local firm and you 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 do turn your nose about it to a degree because it, it sort of fades into such insignificance compared to the TV money. But um, if we can get those 90 companies to work together and to spend money with each other and to spend money with us, that 90 becomes 180, you know, it becomes people spend more money. And what you hope is that within that, there's the next, you know, there's a, the next bet tack. You hope to cultivate your own sponsors yeah. through people who you build up a long-term relationship with. And if you're not doing it at the, at the base, you'll never do it. That thing is it a similar situation with the kits as well? Obviously, there's a, I don't know if this is a you know appropriate conversation either, but and you can tell us just no, it isn't if you want. But you know, the deal obviously ends, and you know, what's the scope that you always get people designing kits online, and everyone goes, <laughs> Oh, that looks great, yeah. And then I think the kit this season's all right, yes, yeah, a nice kit. Um, but it is a bit like, well, the kit to hear the kits have been decided like. Four years worth of kits, just there you go, the deal's done, this is what you're getting, and off you go. It's obviously been signed off and all that, but I don't know, it just feels a little bit. I'm not somebody who's going to go out and buy a replica kit. A lot of people will, and a lot of people will buy them regardless at whatever price. Um, but I just think there's something, it's like, I think what I'm getting at with the whole the drinks and the food and that sort of thing, it's it's that clinical nature of football now. 
And I think when you start giving fans the, the opportunity to involve, get involved in those processes or maybe getting into bed with businesses who are going to deliver you something that's a little bit more original, that that clinicalness evaporates and then it, it feels as though, you know, the, there's, you know you're getting you, that that real sort of feel from your football club. Kind of like authentic Genuine, connection. authentic, yeah, yeah. That, that authenticity. I mean, um, that, is a, that is a massive trade-off on kits in particular Yeah, because, you know, the... The financial position is yeah. so much greater to go with someone like Adidas because you do sell more, yes. you do get an upfront if you like. I mean, we're contracted and we can't even have a conversation with anybody else no. till January. Come on. Um, <coughs> <coughs> but I mean, but you know, Stuart wants to be involved in, in that every yeah. step of the way as well. And I tell, if you can find someone I can do as a mass-produced Savaloy dip, I'm buying them. You know, like <laughs> if we can do some sort of. 10,000 Savaloy dips, Dixons every in. Saturday, get them oh, in. Get Dixons in. Get the zips. I'd love it. I'd love a Savaloy dip on a Saturday Do you remember when we did that, um, that weird link-up thing with, um, there was a team in America. DC United. It was DC United. We've still then, got a link-up with no, the but city, not we? One, like... one day we had, like, um, we had their food. Did we? And they had our food. So I don't know what they served at DC Cheesy United. Chips, obviously, wasn't it? But then, we, I can't remember what it was, like cheesesteak fries or something like that. This. I can't remember what it was. It was a few years ago. It definitely happened. Oh, I'm um, sure, but... I didn't buy the food, like, but, um, yeah, I just uh, thought that was a... You know, we didn't. We should have really given them ham and peas pudding sandwiches, shouldn't we, really? Or a Savaloy <laughs> dip. That would have, would have been more appropriate. Savaloy dip would have been the one, really, or something in a study. I don't know what their stable <laughs> dish of uh, Washington, D.C. is. I don't know what they're... Don't know. Like if anyone knows, tweet us if you're from Washington or in, in the US and you're listening. Wayne Rooney, get in touch. Yeah, I'm he'll have eaten whatever the bait is like, definitely. <laughs> well, no doubt. Although he's doing very well out there at the he moment. Yeah. Drag them into the playoffs. Apparently that's a good thing in America. I'm sure it is, yeah. So, It'll probably be the Savaloy dips. That probably yeah. will be the Savaloy <laughs> yeah, exactly. dips. It's the peas pudding and the stuffing he's got on there that's doing it. He's powered by Savaloy's, yeah. So it was a good <laughs> dip shop in Sulcus. Oh, yeah, you've there. gone now. You've gone now. Get yourself there if you get the chance. De- no, no, <laughs> Deli, Deli, it's called Deli, dip, Deli and you've, Dips you've literally, in Sulcus. This needs to be get stopped. Get yourself in there. Gareth's got a tendency to wander off into food <laughs> discussions <laughs> yeah. that are inappropriate for yeah, yeah. football. That, to tell you what, there'll be a lot of people going, I agree. It's just making us hungry. Yeah, well, yeah I know it is know. getting on a bit. Actually, tweet, yeah. this, tweet if you agree that um, <laughs> you, you know deli dips is good. Feel free to send a Savoy dip send into a Black Savaloy Cat House dip. tomorrow. Yeah, they'll yeah. be, they'll be like <laughs> boxes <laughs> created. Yeah, them. We'll, we'll at them and we'll at them. I don't know if they're on Twitter. I'll give them a Yeah, yeah. It's the meat. It's the meat one. That no I more. Get with the, no more. All the different You've meats. Got to on, stop. Not the I'm stopping you. <laughs> all right, sheepskin, calm down. Right, Motty. That's probably enough, isn't it? Yeah. So we are putting Port Vale in the cup. That's boring. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a bit Don't boring. Don't say it's boring. Try it and sell boring. it. <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter who we're playing. What the allocation is, it'll probably be four or 5,000 there if they get them regardless. That is a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. Big allocations in the cup, and I think that oh, was yeah. one of the things that we were hoping for yeah. when we are talking about today. The, the fans would probably just want a big trip. Yeah. So, because that's, a, that's a, <clears> a bit like, you know, I was talking about Wrexham, Port Field Park, still quite a big ground. Yeah. So we might actually get quite a big allocation, and as a result, yeah, Port Vale yeah. probably you'll be looking to, if not charge full price, then it'll probably not be a five quid a ticket job. I, th- I, th- I think uh, from from their point of view, um, they'll probably be looking at Sunderland coming out of the hat and with um, with enthusiasm and great joy. And so, um, for for any feelings we you know we <laughs> we may have um speaking on your behalf yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> it's probably one from them that uh they're uh, 
they're quite pleased and I think that's something that we've found with a lot of teams that we've been to uh, yeah. Wimbledon uh, Gillingham uh, a, lot, a lot of the other clubs speaking to people behind the scenes they've, they've been really pleased <laughs> now we may not have been but that we're in the league <laughs> yeah. and that, that we're coming to town and, and I think Port Vale will probably be the same Um They'll obviously want to beat us, but they'll want to make, they'll, they'll want to make sure that they get as many Sunderland fans as they can in the ground uh, alongside their fans as well. And, and, and I mean, another, the another sellout, great, wasn't it? So we get another three, four, five thousand allocation. Yeah, yeah, and, and and obviously it's one whereby they'll have to judge it themselves as to um, what the balance is, because obviously you wouldn't want Sunderland to be playing at home in, in Port Vale Stadium. Yeah. So <laughs> so they've got to meet that criteria. Mm. But no, I'm, I'm sure they'll be wanting as many Sunderland fans in the building as they possibly can get there's all about 20 something like that I think I have no idea I still thought they played in that tip so no no they've got like it's like it's just four literally like four stands like sounds like a football ground yeah yeah. well I can't it hasn't it's not one of those weird and wonderful ones where you've got like a random little stand on the halfway line and nothing and a building site on one side it's probably like Burton's ground but like bigger like scaled up with all seats Um, but yes anyway there you go we'll leave it there but thanks very much Tony and, and Brett for coming on and uh, having us at the, the stadium as well no problem. oh yeah thanks, thanks for being yeah, thank thanks. Thanks delight no problem. and um, I'll be back on Thursday because Stephen's off again and Frankie's off so I'll have to do it again maybe I'll Thursday. have to help you but you can if you want are you I'm putting yourself up for it I might you've agreed That's I've it. just got calendar deal agreed we've got, we've got Sky Sports News on it's on the yellow ticker <laughs> Craig is signed for Thursday and then we'll be in the peacock on Saturday as well. No, again, no Stephen, me <laughs> on my own. Oh, we never mentioned the Jack Ross thing. Thanks everyone who came to the oh, Jack yeah. Ross thing. The first time we've done it, uh, um, a pod since. Um, and yeah, fantastic. Thank you very much, everyone who came down. We had a fantastic evening. Jack was great. I'm sure everyone would agree that Kevin Kyle was basically the next Billy Connolly. <laughs> He's fantastic. And I'm not even joking. It was unbelievable. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and, and Sleeves was fantastic with him as well. So. And obviously, thanks to the, to the club for you know giving us the access yeah. to people like Jack and Charlie and Stuart that we've had um, start the season. Because before, as you may know, we had uh, we were supposed to have Martin Bain and Chris Corden <laughs> on at the Peacock, and um, that, that was, didn't happen. That did was cancelled. But never mind. Well, um, but yes, it's a very it's just a sea change in attitude from the club, and it means that great. you know everyone's welcome <laughs> and everyone gets the opportunity, and it's it's fantastic. So thank you. And but anyway. Thanks everyone who came. <laughs> I forgot. I should have mentioned that. At the it's a long goodbye, this isn't it? It is. Well, you know, that's my thing. I go on for ages. You and do then go, on, I go on. I go on. Start this is why doing you need something Stephen good. To go on too long. Go on a bit more, and then stop, and then finish. So, thanks for listening.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.